Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're also on talk radio, 1550 KXEX. And this year, we're also on Anchor FM's podcast. It's a product of Spotify, so you can find us on podcast as well. Our guest this week I've known for a very, very long time, and I'm excited to talk to Fred Vanderhoof. He's the chairman of the Fresno County Republican Party. Welcome to the program, Fred. Great. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Where do I start? There's a lot of things happening in the political world right now. Um, You know, were you let's talk about Devin Nunes's announcement that he's not going to run anymore. Did that catch people by surprise? It did. It caught everybody by surprise. But, you know, when I when personally, when I think about it, um, I think that what he's doing is he's, he's, you know, as, as a congressman, he was very effective, uh, not only for our district, but for the before the but for the country. But with this new position uh, in, in Trump's uh, group there, I, I think he's going to be even more effective for our, our nation because, you know, we're we're dealing with the cancel culture. And uh, and that's when you think about it, that's what Devin Nunes has been fighting for years. And now he's in a position where he can he can uh, even be more effective. So I think he made a good move. And uh, because this 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 is a First Amendment right. This is a, a the right of free speech. He's concerned about that, as we all are. But now he's going to be in a position to to uh, to go after that and make sure that we protect our free speech rights. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and the friend said, why would he leave Congress and go do this for ex-president Trump? And I thought to myself, you know, you're I think like you, Fred, I think he's going to be more effective getting this startup off the ground, working with former President Trump and that inner circle there. So we wish him good luck. He he was an effective congressman, correct? Right. Very effective. And uh, he was, I remember when he would, before he ran, he was, uh, well, during the, when he first ran about 20, about 2020, about 20 years ago, I think it was, but he was uh, a board member of COS, uh, College of the Sequoias. When Congressman Nunes made the decision he's not going to run again, many candidates stepped up and said they're going to run in his seat. It, you know, it's going to be interesting, you know, to see the different candidates come forward and to see what they're going to try to do or their platform. Is it a exciting time for the Republican party right now? It is, uh, you know, we, it's not just uh, this seat, but we've got uh, other seats. Of course, uh, the lines have been changed everywhere. And uh, for instance, we have um, a Kevin McCarthy coming all the way up from Bakersfield and into part of uh, Fresno County. And then we have a, a new seat that's taking part of North Fresno and, and then it goes uh, almost up to uh, Sacramento. So yeah, we've got some new, um, some new lines, uh, some new seats. And, uh, and that, there's a domino effect because uh, we have a state Senate assembly and, and so forth. There's gonna be a lot of movement, people moving around. And, but I think, it's a, I think it's a good time for the Republican party. I think we're seeing across the nation uh, more and more people that are so concerned about these 
ridiculous decisions, policy decisions from uh, the Biden administration and the Democrats. And I think people are, are uh, scared. I think they're angry. And I think they're, they're ready for a, for a change. So I think we have a good chance of uh, taking the majority in, in the House um, the, uh, this next November. And we're going to talk about all those. I, I don't know where to start, Fred, with you, because we got so <laughs> many topics. You know, um, President Trump, a lot of people are wondering if he's going to run again. Is that the million dollar question? It he- is. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. You know, yeah, President Trump is going to be effective whether he runs or not. Even if he doesn't run, he's going to continue with this new organization that, that Devin Nunes is part of. So uh, he, he is the leader. He's the leader of the party. He's, he's changed the Republican Party more than anybody in our, in our lifetime. And uh, he's made it the, the party of uh, the, the, the people, uh, a party of America. So it's interesting because, and I know we're getting on a tangent, but it's interesting because he got something like 74 million votes nationwide. Right. And, right. and some people think that he is not relevant. And I argue with them saying, anytime you get those kind of numbers in the nation, you are relevant. He's an important figure, right? I mean, regardless of what the media makes him out to be and his opponents, he's still an important figure, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, he brought something new to politics that people were waiting for, been waiting for our whole lives, our decades. He, He said he speaks the truth. He's very upfront. We've never seen that before. And we had Ronald Reagan. He was great. But he, you know, he had a different personality, a different style. But we, we needed somebody to come in like, uh, like George Patton in World War II. Uh, that that is is clear. And yeah, he's he ticks people off at times, but he's very honest. He's very honest, and he loves America, and that's what what people saw in him and still see. So let's talk about state politics a little bit. Recall was just happened. And although the recall failed statewide, Fresno County was a little unique. Tell us about that. Right. Well, we didn't know until after the recall that, that we were unique. Um, Merced and Fresno County, I think, are the only two counties uh, in, in, this, in the state that uh, prognosticators looked at and thought, well, we're going to go you know, Democrat because we're, both counties have majority Democrat registered voters. But uh, we, we defied the experts. And so Fresno County and Merced um, both uh, voted for the recall. And I'm, I'm not surprised, you know, I, I saw even for the election, for the presidential election, I've never seen such a huge enthusiasm, uh, enthusiasm for the president and people who were, you know, car rallies and people who came in and volunteered. And uh, it was just off the charts. So that continued for the recall. And um, so we have a, a very hardworking group of volunteers in Fresno County. I'm, I'm really excited and real proud to work with our, our volunteers here. They work really hard. You know, when I was younger, Fred, growing up, you know, I know that now California is heavy, heavy Democrat, you know, left-leaning state, all the terms you can think about when describing a liberal area. But, you know, it wasn't, I try to remind people that it wasn't long ago where you had Duke Majin, Pete Wilson, you had Republicans as governor here. And, you know, sure, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger was a little different, but he still was a Republican. You know, right? I mean, am I right that not too long ago that this state was more Republican? Yeah, uh, that's right. We were, uh, Jimmy and I, here in Fresno County, we took the majority of uh, registered voters in, in uh, 2000. So, and we were behind the Democrats uh, before that. So we worked really hard to, uh, to register voters and took the majority. Now we, we are not in the majority again, but uh, there is, um, that, there's new things that are gonna happen, I think, uh, with our Republican party. We are making inroads to the Latino community, which we've never made before. And this is across the nation. And that's part of that LA Times article that you referred to is, is um, the, the large number of Latinos who are voting conservatively, voting for Republicans. And I think, I think in the next 10 years, you know, with these new lines that we have, I think some of these highly Democrat new seats will, will be competitive at some point. So the Latinos have, you know, they are their family values, they're conservative, and they're, like I say, across the country. They're, the Wall Street Journal had an article about it. So they are taking a second look at the Republican Party. So I think that I'm, I'm uh, positive for the future, and uh, I think we're going to do well. So the, the article that you're referencing is LA Times, and they highlighted Fresno County, correct? Walk us through a little right. bit about what the article said. Well, the article was mainly about uh, what is happening uh, demographically in California and uh, with the left that is, uh, the Democrats and the left that are, are losing um, votes to the Republicans, to the conservatives. And um, so they, they focused on Fresno County, um, but it, it's, uh, they, they, uh, they talked to some leaders of the Democrat party and they said, uh, they, quote, they quoted a couple of, uh, of these leaders and they said they are concerned about the number of Latinos who are moving away from the Democrat party and voting Republican. Fred, let's talk a little bit about redistricting. A lot of people have said that, I don't want to say a lot, but some people have objected saying the districting is unfair. At a local level, what are your thoughts? For the county, the county of Fresno has, has kept roughly the same lines, uh, and so has the city of Fresno. So at the local level, I think, I think it's fine. It's, it's about like it was in the future. They tweaked it a little bit here and there. But with uh, congressional and state senate and simply, there's definitely some some large changes. I, you know, it's it's a gerrymandered situation, and and that's one thing in our in our country, our our politics. We we have to deal with this, and always have for hundreds of years. Uh, these these districts. I, I think it was a little better for the Republicans back in November, one of the drafts, and I think the final one that came out is not as good for the Republicans. But we're just going to have to make the uh, best use of it. And I, like I said, I think that um, some of these highly Democrat districts will be competitive uh, because of Latinos becoming more conservative. But um, the amazing thing is these districts go on for 100 miles or more. Uh, you know, we've got McCarthy. We're glad to have McCarthy. He's hopefully going to be Speaker of the House, but he's going to be in Fresno County now, the Clovis area. But his district swings all the way down to and past Bakersfield. I think you've got the same thing uh, 
north of Fresno. Some districts that come in north Fresno and go all the way up to almost Sacramento. So it's a very gerrymandered, gerrymandered situation. And uh, but uh, we're going to make the best of it, and uh, uh, we'll see what happens. You know, Fred, a lot of people ask me why I'm a Republican, and so I want you to take some time to describe the Republican values because I think there's some confusion out there, especially nowadays when somebody hears the word Republican, and I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people automatically assume things about you and and me. You know, people assume a lot of things about me when I say I'm Republican and when I was running for office, but explain to us what, what a, a Republican is. Republicans started, um, um, you know, in the 1860s or 1854, the party started, uh, we were abolitionists. And the two parties at that point in our nation's history, uh, one was the Democrats were uh, in, in favor of slavery. Uh, the Whig party uh, didn't want to get involved. And um, so anyway, so the Republicans started as a, a result of, of the, the, the slavery issue. And uh, Abraham Lincoln was our first president and signed the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. Um, since then, I, the, the best way to describe it is, is we are dealing with um, a huge government and it's been getting bigger every year. And the Republicans want to simply make government smaller. You know, our, our constitution gives um, a, a few duties to the federal government, well, primarily public safety. And um, uh, then it gives the, the 10th amendment says, almost everything else is supposed to be dealt with at the state level. And we've gotten away from that. So I, I, I look at it this way, when government increases, uh, freedom decreases. And when government decreases, freedom increases. So you've got uh, more regulations and laws from the Democrat Party. And um, we, we want to have just simply a smaller government, which will free up um, businesses and regulations and, and taxes. We want lower taxes. Well, what does that do? That, that gives more freedom to people to, to invent, to innovate, and, and to have more jobs. So we're seeing, we're seeing this play out uh, right now with, Florida, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, South Carolina, other states that have one way of looking at things. And then we have other states, the, the blue states, New York, Illinois, California, and others. Uh, so we're, we're, we're having kind of a, you know, education right in, right in front of us. You've got Texas that doesn't have any income tax. And people are flocking to Texas and similar with other states. So the Republican Party, beyond that, um, some of the specific values that I think are really important is um, education is one of the, the top two or three. But the Republican Party says the parents um, should be most concerned about what children are taught. Um, the Republican Party believes in tr a traditional curriculum, and we're seeing um, with critical race theory and other things, uh, a curriculum that is uh, problematic. Uh, Republicans want a, a traditional curriculum. Respect for America. Um, Republicans um, want to finish the border wall. And interesting that uh, just this week, uh, President Biden said he's going to uh, try to start doing that. It's a, it's a little late, but uh, we're glad to see that. 
Republicans want to defend religious liberty. Uh, there's a lot of uh, people being attacked, churches and so forth, uh, uh, philosophically, and, and Republicans want to defend that. Uh, Pro-life, uh, we want to defend the unborn. There's a big case coming up probably in June that the uh, going to be handed down by the uh, Supreme Court about that. We're in favor of uh, election integrity, uh, voter ID laws. And uh, we want to protect the Second Amendment, the right to, to own uh, firearms. We support the military. That's one of the main, I mean, that's really the military and um, public safety, again, is really the number one reason for a government, for a federal government. And, um, and then also for local governments, police and so forth. We support that. Uh, we don't wanna um, take money away from, from uh, law enforcement. We want to uh, defend the police, not defund the police. So uh, those are some of the things uh, um, that we believe in. I'm laughing because as I drive to work in the mornings, someone on private property put up a billboard on his property saying, defend, do not defund. And I called them up and I said, you know, I appreciate your big billboard. I know that you put it out of your pocket. And so thank you for doing that. Cause I agree. I think, you know, we are having some issues with crime. And when I call the police, I want someone with a badge and gun to come, not someone with a clipboard. And right. so, you know, it's interesting. You are listening to San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93, AT&T 99 in Fresno and Clovis, on Talk Radio 1550 KXCX in the Valley, and also on Anchor FM, a podcast by Spotify. Our guest this week is Fred Vanderhoof. He is the chairman of the Fresno County Republican Party. Fred, there's a candidate event coming up. I, I, I say event loosely. Talk about that. We are uh, uh, having a, a workshop for potential candidates. It's January 8th, Saturday, January 8th. And if people want to be part of that, it's open to the public. They can go to fresnogop.org and sign up for that. It's only $20 that we're People pay for lunch. We have a lunch that that'll be provided. But it's so important because the, the the first part of the year, 2022, is when candidates need to um, start thinking about running. And there's filing deadlines coming up in spring. So what this does is that e even if um, a, a person is just thinking, maybe I should be a candidate, but I, I'm not sure, we encourage them to come. And um, so we, we have so many local offices. We have 15 cities in Fresno County and we have a lot of um, uh, school boards. I think, I think over 40 school districts. I'm, I'm not sure of the exact number, but we have all kinds of school board um, positions to fill and um, city council district uh, uh, positions in various cities. Uh, so it's not just, you know, people tend to think sometimes about Congress or state state office, but these local offices are really, really important. And we need people, you know, that's what, that's what made our country. People who volunteered uh, to, to run for local offices, and then some of them went on up from there to a higher office. But these local offices, are, with, with all that we're seeing with um, the problems in public schools, um, we need people that are, that are, that are good conservatives to run for uh, 
uh, some of these offices. Fred, you know, I ran for office and I think it was a great experience. Now I'll tell you, I ran during the middle of COVID when people weren't over opening doors and I, I had to schedule, reschedule a couple of fundraisers and, and I couldn't do them. And so that kind of impacted, you know, my, the outcome of my race. I came in second out of three. And the reason I bring that up is because anybody who is thinking about running and listening to this program, I really encourage you to do, do so. So Fred just mentioned that there is a uh, candidate kind of workshop going on. And here's why. When I first decided to run, I didn't know if I was going to raise any money. It was in the middle of COVID and I ended up raising about 40 grand. And so you need to raise money to run. But I just, I, 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 it was such a great experience going out, talking to people. And, you know, Fred, I want to ask you, should people be afraid to lose? Now I, I was in it to win and I came in second and for a day or two, I was bummed. Now I'm more confident because I did something that a lot of people don't do. And I actually ran for office. Talk about why people should run. And if the outcome isn't what they expect, why should they not hold their head down? You know, President Reagan said something similar. He said, don't be afraid uh, to lose. Um, it said, what I tell people is we are facing so many issues uh, at the local level, state and national level right now. We need people to step up and, and to run for office who have good sound values. Um, you know, I, I think our country, we, we used to have people in this country that understood, well, there was more civics education, government education in schools as far as understanding the constitution. Our country depends the, the leaders of our country are really you and me, the common people. We are the leaders, so we need to get involved. If we don't get involved and in some cases run for office, local office, then we cede the country to the left and people who want to, people who don't love America. And I think we're seeing that in some places. The, the left has taken over the Democrat party, unfortunately. There's been some great Democrats in the past and, and the Democrat down the street, you know, our, our neighbor, great people. But unfortunately, the left has taken over. Yeah. So we just need people to run, to step up to the plate, because this is how America was made 200 years ago and so forth. And, I, you know, I tell the story all the time, Fred, and I agree with you that, you know, America, we're not a perfect country, but this is a country where people can come, work, and get somewhere. I know, look at my family. From the genocide, they marched to the Middle East. From the Middle East, you know, civil unrest led them here. And here's where we're, our home is now. And here's where we're able to thrive. If you ask anybody, you know, hey, it's rare to find a country where people go to with really nothing and can create a life for themselves and live comfortably. I just wish people understood that more because i agree that there are so many people that really hate this country and i i it shocks me because you know i'm so proud to wear the the american flag or fly the american flag in front of my house and i feel like people are shying away to for that and i don't get it i don't 
Right. I know. Uh, you, you know, running for office too, it, it's not, it's not something that uh, people should be afraid of. I mean, like your, your experience, basically you're, you're just meeting people. You're talking to people in your, in your neighborhood, your precinct, your district. And that's all, you know, that's the main thing is to talk to people and say, this is what I believe. And if you believe it, please vote for me. And um, at, at these school board uh, levels and city council levels, it's just simply talking to people. And uh, it's not, in that sense, it's not that hard. We, it, it's easier to win in a city council or a school board than it is to run for, you know, state assembly or something. So we encourage people to come out. And by the way, we're having a, um, elected leader to speak. We're having Bong Monatua, city council Clovis, Nathan Magzig, supervisor, Andreas Borges, uh, state senate, and um, Jim Patterson, assembly. So we're having, we're having some elected leaders speak, but most of the workshop is going to be from the staff members and other people who have run for office and they're going to be uh, giving practical advice on what you need to do to run for office. What an exciting time. What a great event for people to learn how to run for office. When is it? Where is it? It's a, uh, at Jan uh, January 8th, Saturday at 9 a.m. at uh, it's on our website, but it's 2440 West Shaw. That's uh, in the, um, you see, Van Ness Shaw area. And uh, we have a big room there that we, we, we can uh, hold a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, that's it's 9 a.m. on uh, January 8th. And, uh, and people, even if even if somebody is just barely looking at considering running, you know, go ahead and come. There's no, we're not saying you have to sign a paper and run for something. Uh, we're just saying, come on down and, and, and hear what, what uh, some of the uh, pr presenters have to say about what is involved in running for office. And you can go make your own decision after that. So we, we really ask people to consider coming. Um, again, you know, Fresno County, we have, uh, literally hundreds of, of different uh, different offices to fill. And um, it's not that hard to, to run for school board or city council. Fred, we're running out of time this week on the program. I want you to talk about the Fresno County Republican Party. When do you meet? Where do you meet? How can people get involved? Sure, they can go to our uh, website, fresnogop.org. And that will give a, a lot of information. But we meet once a month, the second Monday of every month. And we meet at the same location as the uh, candidate workshop. It's 2440 West Shaw. Um, so we meet at um, 7 p.m. Uh, the second Monday of every month. We have speakers uh, this coming Monday. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, this coming next month, January 10th, we're having Eric Early speak. And he's running for attorney general, California. And um, so we, we will have other candidates speak since uh, this is a, a big election year coming up in 2022, we'll have other candidates speak. So that's what we do. It's open to the public. Anybody can come. So 7 p.m. January 10th, Monday at uh, 2440 West Shaw. Fred, thank you so much for joining us this week on the program and talking about 
the various different things in the news today. You bet. I'm glad to be here and thank you for all you do and your articles that you write in the paper and this program. So we appreciate all you do. You have a Merry Christmas with your family. Merry <laughs> Christmas, Fred, and thanks again. Thank okay. you to our audience members who are listening to this broadcast on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX and to those watching on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno Clovis area and to those around the nation and world who are listening to the podcast on Anchor FM, a product of Spotify. Our guest has been Fred Vanderhoof, chairman of the Fresno County Republican Party. Thank you for tuning in. And tune in next week to a new edition.